Welcome to the Sourcing for Innovation podcast. This is episode eight. I'm your host, Adam Curtis. I'm super excited. Uh, we're doing this one tonight from the Charles Theater, and I'm joined by Siobhan Hall, the principal of the Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women, or BLISS. Yes. We're here to talk about the award-winning documentary, Step, the impact that it has on your school, on the young women who go to your school, and on the greater Baltimore community as well. So Siobhan, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Now, I try not to do too many spoilers here, but for anyone who hasn't seen the movie yet, Step is an inspirational story about uh, three young women from your school. Uh, Blessing, Corey, and Talia, correct? Taylor. Taylor. Sorry about okay. that. I haven't actually seen it yet. <gasps> it's playing right now, and yes. I haven't seen it yet. So I'm going okay. to sneak in later okay. and, and get at least the second half. Um, they're all students at, at Bliss. Uh, they, it follows them in their senior year. They are members of your Lethal Ladies step team. Mm -hmm. And all of this was shot um, in 2015-16, sort of on the backdrop of the Freddie Gray unrest here in Baltimore. Right. Um, now, is there anything else that our listeners should know about your school? Maybe give us a little bit of a history background of it. And then also importantly, if people don't know what STEP is, I think we need to explain what STEP is for people. Okay, sounds good. So I'll start with our school. So the school was founded in 2009 by Brenda Brown Reaver. Uh, Bliss is a single-sex school located, of course, in the heart of Baltimore City. We serve students in 6th through 12th grade. The film captures the senior year of our founding class. So the class or the girls that you see in the film, they started with us when they were in 6th grade. So the mission of our school is to ensure that every girl is prepared for college, or in the words of our amazing college counselor, that they have a success plan. So making sure that every student in our building, they have a clear path to success, be it college or the career of their choice once they leave. And you are selecting um, young women from around Baltimore City, just the city, or is it the general uh, area as well? So we are a public charter school, and we accept students, of course, from throughout Baltimore City. Of course, we do have applicants from the surrounding county, but our preference, of course, is for the young ladies that live here within the Baltimore City limits. Of course. And again, the documentary is STEP. It focuses at least somewhat around their participation in the STEP team. Mm -hmm. I grew up in my high school with a STEP team. I'm familiar okay. with it. Okay. I, I was not on the step team. <laughs> I would make a fool of myself up there on the stage. Okay. But uh, explain to our, our listeners a little bit about what step is and like what it is as an art form. Okay, so I will start with the history of STEP. So STEP actually started in the mines of uh, South Africa. So it was a way that the, the miners would have a way to communicate with themselves and also as an outlet as they were working and as a way to release the, uh, the pressures that existed in that community. Uh, from there, it actually transitioned to uh, what we know as HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges and Universities, through our sororities and fraternities as a way of each sorority and fraternity expressing themselves in what that organization stood for in the community. So it was a way, in essence, to advertise the amazing work that our sororities and fraternities have done for communities of color. Now, do you have representatives from Coppin State and Morgan State come and uh, talk to your girls about mm -hmm. STEP to sort of be mentors on that 
next level to show what's possible both on an academic and an artistic uh, platform going to college? Absolutely. So our step coach, uh, Coach G, or Miss McIntyre, as we would like to refer to her at school, she is actually a graduate of Coppin State University. Many of our teachers at the school, they're also graduates of historically black colleges and universities, and they're also members of sororities and now fraternities. So they have supported the step team in an amazing way just by their presence of being at the school. So saying that this is an aspect of uh, HBCU life, but in order to enjoy this part of college life, you first have to get to college. So that's an important uh, piece of our school community as it relates to STEP. Now, would it be fair to say that for, for many of your students, they would be the first in their families to go to college? Yes, absolutely. So uh, with the founding class and the classes to follow, many of our girls, I would say, I would dare to say more than 75% of our students will be the first ones in their families to graduate from college, but before we get to graduation, to actually go through the college admission process. And what is it like for them to have these um, college students or recent college grads come in and, and be mentors for them when that might have been missing as a part of their life, just not even something they would have thought about or had a plan on how to go through. I think it's so important because they see people that look like them that are achieving their goals and dreams and something that they may not see intimately in their homes or in their communities. So when you see someone every day that's doing something that you aspire to do, it makes that dream or that goal much more attainable and not so far away. You see that opportunity, whereas before it might have seemed so distant, even mm -hmm. for someone who has the aptitude. How do you go about that process, you know, seeing uh, these young women who are, would be sort of diamonds in the rough and maybe in some other circumstances, mm -hmm. you know, overlooked or forgotten? How do you bring them in and really uh, polish up that aptitude mm -hmm. while giving them th this great opportunity? So for us, we believe that college readiness, it begins in middle school. So with that in mind, as we're recruiting students beginning as early as uh, fifth grade for them to come into our sixth grade class, every year our, our excuse me, our students grades 6 through 12, they visit at least one college campus. So it becomes a part of our school culture that it is expected for you to go to college. It is expected for you to be successful in whatever it is that you do. And understanding that there isn't one college for everyone, but we work to make sure that the college that is best for you, that you are matched to that college and university. And what other help do you have from the community, either through business or through nonprofits or educational or even from individuals to, to help with that? Because this can't be something that you guys are doing alone. What help do you have and then what help do you need? What, what can be sort of brought to fore to, to expand this program? So absolutely. I'll start by saying we have an amazing foundation that supports our school. So the foundation of the Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women, they are responsible for uh, leveraging our community partners and our corporate partners. So we have community partners that range from the Enoch Pratt Library, which is right across the street from our school, uh, to Cushman Wakefield that provides internship opportunity experiences for our girls, to Northrop Grumman, uh, where our students have applied and they were accepted to have uh, monthly internships so that the girls are exposed to careers that are outside of what they would normally see. Uh, we also have families who also serve as an additional layer of support. So families who are in careers that our students would not normally see. We bring in women every year for an amazing event called Cool Women with Hot Jobs. So the women will come in and they, for a, a full day, they expose our girls to 
what is it like to be in a career that's traditionally not a career for women? So we ask for support from any and everyone in the community, so no donation is too small. And we are not only looking for uh, monetary donations because we believe that in-kind donations, just your time and your talent can be another way that you can support us as we're doing our work. Yeah, it's really interesting you hear you, you mentioned Northrop Grumman and you know technology in general has unfortunately either been in reality or perception very much a boys club, a white boys club. Right. So to, to prepare you know your students for that, how, how do you give them sort of the internal confidence to go into a situation where again, they might not see anyone who looks like them or they might not have anyone who they can relate to maybe on that you know direct personal or cultural level? So uh, this year, or excuse me, two years ago, we brought in a another principal. So we have a co-principal model, and her the other principal's name is Christina Jacobs Easton. And part of the work that she's helped our staff to develop is work around Joanne Deeks, work around how girls think. We want our girls and the teachers, even in the classroom, to help the girls to develop a sense of confidence about the work that they're doing. How we do you demonstrate competence in subjects that are t traditionally male dominated? So what does it look like to be a girl, but you are confident about what you're doing in science class? You can effectively communicate your science labs. You're going to uh, complete science labs outside of the school building. You're completing math labs. So with that, we give the girls and the teachers a sense of confidence that what you're doing is great and it's okay to make a mistake but once you make that mistake here's how you rebound from it and you keep moving forward do you think on that level that you know you uh, as an educator your school as an institution and then your students and individuals are helping to change some of the processions and stereotypes you know in Baltimore City and around uh, you know young black women that they can go out and do things when again a lot of times society overlooks them especially here in the city absolutely I will say as a non-Baltimorean before I came to Baltimore to do uh, this work a friend of mine told me well have you watched the wire and I said well no I didn't watch the wire and it's like well you know you need to watch that before you decide if you're going to you know go work in Baltimore and my response to that friend was so either I'm going to take the job and do an amazing job at it, or I'm going to watch The Wire. I'm not going to do both. And walk away. And, and walk away. So needless to say, I've never watched The Wire because I don't believe in that stereotype of Baltimore City. Uh, so with that in mind, we want to share with our girls that any and everything is possible. There is never, ever a room that you will walk in where you don't belong there because we, along with your families and the community, will give you the support and the knowledge and the skill to be confident wherever it is that you go. And if there is something that you don't know, here are the ways that you can ask. Uh, I would say that for us, when I think about the work that our, that our girls, that our staff do to prepare our girls, one of our uh, alum from the class of 2007, she captured it perfectly when she said, after graduation, Miss Hall, you prepared me to have a seat at the table long before Solange made it a popular song <laughs> lyric. So it made me smile, but it was a wonderful way that as we were exiting her from our school, that we knew that she was prepared to do amazing things in her college, on her campus, and in her internship. How can we as a society or community take that attitude and spread it? How can we get more people bought into this concept of um, uplift and support, especially through public schools, which again in Baltimore don't have necessarily the best reputation or the most support over the past several decades. Right. Uh, so I will say that everyone can do something. So as I've said earlier, it doesn't require money, but it requires your time. 
So if you can volunteer at a school, if you can lend your expertise, whatever that expertise may be, if it is expertise in technology, could you go to uh, the principal of your local school and say, well, I do have time so I can support the tech coordinator at the school. Or maybe the school doesn't have a tech coordinator, so maybe you can help that school with their school's website. If it is, uh, recently we had a grandparent to ask, well, how could I help? I'm just a grandma. Well, we have uniforms that you know need to be repaired. And she's like, oh, well, I can do that. So there's always a way that everyone can help in schools because it's our responsibility to help to transform our city. And that is actually the, uh, the benchmark of the work that we do at our school. So our motto is that we're transforming Baltimore one young woman at a time. Now, I'm going to assume you've seen STEP a, <laughs> a couple of times. Yes. Over the evolution of seeing it several times, is there anything that has stood out to you more? Has the sort of the meaning or the message of the film changed in a way for you? Each time I see the film, it reminds me of why we do the work that we do at our school. So what you will see in the film is that the work and the success is not based on the leadership of one person. It is it's a collective success. So everyone in the movie and everyone at our school is so invested and entrenched in our girls being successful because we know that their success means that we as adults were successful. So when I see it, it just reminds me of why I continue to go to work every day and why for me, honestly, it's not work, but it is, it is my passion. Now, last question. Were you a stepper in high school or college? No, absolutely not. I was not a stepper. We had a step team in my high school. I was not on it. Uh, I did not step in college at all, but it is, I now look at step as a clear sport because the athleticism that goes into the st to stepping and the choreography, it is far beyond what I think I have the capacity <laughs> to do. So Siobhan Hall, principal at the Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women. Thank you for the work that you do for the community, for the girls, and I'm gonna go catch a little bit of this so I'm not completely left out and I can, I'm not gonna give away any spoilers, but I okay. wanna see the ending. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay.